Hey, it's Amy. Thanks for subscribing to the Bobby Bone Show podcast. We wanted to give you a little something extra today since there isn't a new podcast up. I wanted to share a long form interview that I did recently with Ashley McBride. I do a show every weekend. It's called Women of I Heart Country and Ashley came on as my guest this weekend. She helped me settle the debate on bathing your cats. We talked about her horse riding accident and shared the story behind her new duet with Carly Pierce, which is called Never Wanted to Be That Girl. So good. She also performed that duet and her song, One Night Standards, and you'll hear all of that inside this interview. And you can listen to Women of iHeart Country, hosted by me every weekend. Just check out your local iHeart radio station or search Women of iHeart Country on your iHeart radio app. But here it is, a special edition of Women of iHeart Country with Ashley McBride. Let's go, girls. Women Come on. of iHeart Country with Amy Brown. I'm Amy Brown, and we are pumped to be joined by our guest today, Ashley McBride. Hey, Ashley, how Hi. you doing? I'm doing good. Now I know that vocals sometimes you gotta yeah. warm up, um, but I know you haven't. You said you haven't I haven't really done spoken much. today except to my pets. Yeah. So how do you how do you talk to your pets? Uh, well, it depends on if it's the dog, Optimus Prime. He gets asked who's my best friend and who's the best boy, and then I have a cat named Loomis who's kind of a trashy individual. He likes to literally get into the trash. Um, and him, I just I just tell him, Loomis, you're handsome. You're a good kitty. I'm not really a cat person, or never was, uh, but he's a really cool cat. You're not a cat person, but you have a cat. I have two cats. So you have two cats. Yeah, so how little, did you end up with cats? I have a cat named Miller Light. Um, she was found in the woods too, too small to be away from her mother. Um, and of course, I wasn't going to let anything bad happen to that cat. So it's now my cat. And then um, Loomis was kind of the same way. He was in a situation where he was old enough to get away from his mother, but wasn't in a situation where he would be taken care of fully. And so I was like, yeah, I'll take him. Well, I need you to settle a big debate that we've had yes. on the show because I have a cat and I'm a new cat mom. Yeah. And I recently gave my cat a bath and it was pretty controversial on Instagram, like people said oh. I was idiotic for bathing my cat, but then oh. other people were like, no, bathe your cat. It's fine. So Ashley McBride, do you bathe your cats? Um, Loomis loves to get in the sink and also loves to jump in the shower while you're in there. Mm -hmm. um, oh. He's not afraid of water. And I don't know that I've ever bathed Miller Lite because she really doesn't want to have anything to do with anyone. Um, but when I was younger, when I was in college, I was a vet tech and that was one of my jobs was to bathe cats. Okay. Yeah, it so happens. Well, I love, you have all this experience. Like you have a lot of, who knew? Ashley Bride was a vet tech and now you've heard it here. So if you thought bathing a cat was controversial, Ashley says yeah, it's not. I'm going to say it's a personal choice. Yes. So Ashley has a duet right now with Carly Pierce called Never Wanted to Be That Girl. And Ashley brought her guitar. So she's going to play a little bit from that song. Yeah. And then also her song One Night Standards, which we love and Obviously, you know Ashley has an amazing voice. If you don't know, then then listen so you can find out just how awesome she is. So, Ashley, you've got your guitar here. Yes. And you're about to play Never Wanted to Be That Girl for Us, which you wrote with Carly Pierce yeah. and Shane McAnally. Love them both. If you had to give the elevator pitch for this song, what would it be? Carly and I already uh, admired and respected each other, um, but our friendship was solidified over writing this song. The honesty it took... Um, to write this song was uh, was not any small feat. So Carly was recently uh, in here and she talked about this song. So when you were writing it together, how did you decide who would take that that role of putting it out there? 
we didn't really know, but we knew that we, you know, we kind of started the, the song. You don't always get to start at the top left-hand part of the page. And that's where we started was we were just going to start with a character and figure out how she meets the guy. And then I think if we wrote it like March 22nd or something like that by May, you know, Carly was like, Hey, I'm putting it on the record. I was like, Oh, that's fantastic. And then she said, what day can you come sing? And then it was even better because I got to be on the, on the record with her on this one. Um, but I, either one of us could have put it. I mean, we both could put it on our records. Um, I'm really am proud of this song. What about the reaction from fans? What's that been like regarding the song? We haven't made it part of our live show yet because we wanted to make sure it was already, you know, out and circulating. Um, but like as far as people that I've played it for, including some some radio friends while we've been out on the road, um, it has been kind of big eyes, but in a good way. Like, ouch. <laughs> and, um, who was I with the other night? I forget. We were, we were out on the road and they said... Um, Oh, no, actually, it was Carly and I were making the video for, for this song. And the man that played the love interest said, um, I've been in this situation a lot of times, and it really reminds me of what a, you know, what a jerk I was, you know, what a crap sack I was. And I said, I'm hoping this song heals a lot of people, but it would be nice, too, if that was a side effect yeah. where people go, I got to stop doing this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's so honest. Like you said, the, the honesty of the song may bring up a lot for people, but, yeah. which hopefully can be healing. Hopefully is a healing situation. Yes. Yeah. So um, Ashley's got her guitar and she's going to play it for us now. Here's Never Wanted to Be That Girl. He helped me change a tire in a Sitco parking lot. He said we both could use a beer And I said, hell, why not? It started out as one night Turned to six months just like that He never had a ring on So I never thought to ask But then last night I saw a message on his phone She said, hey, babe, what time you coming home? Never wanted to be that girl I never wanted to hate myself I thought this kind of lonely Only happens to somebody else And being the other one When there's another one God, this feels like hell I thought I knew who I was But it's getting hard to tell I never wanted to be that girl I should have drank more water this morning. <laughs> Sounded great. Thanks. <laughs> so you're on tour right now with Luke Combs. And everyone listening can get tickets at ashleymcbride.com slash tour. And when you're out on the road, do you have any pre-show rituals that you do? Or does it change depending on who you're on tour with or something consistent? Ours, the, the guys and myself and even crew, um, instead of deciding really early on when we started touring together what we would do it just kind of developed so everybody has instead of a secret handshake they all have a it's not even a secret they have their own special high five um, and there's something that the tour manager does too that has to do with fist pumping but we, we say a magic word um, I don't know what everyone's favorite vegetable is but it has to do with a vegetable And but, but now I cannot get on the stage without touching someone's fist and even if they're not in my band and crew but they're standing next to the stage I have to touch their fist and say taters I am terrified to get on a stage. And the other thing that has developed this last year 
is my our monitor tech and my guitar tech. His name is Drew, and he didn't have a secret high five or a secret handshake. So one day he handed me my guitar on my way to the stage, and I hugged him. And he had a lot of congestion that day, so I kind of pointed at his ear and asked, "Are you okay?" And I pointed at his nose, "Are you okay?" So now. When I get on stage, when I walk past Drew, we have to hug and point at our ear and point at our nose. And there was one night where we didn't. And as many things as can possibly go wrong in a set went wrong. So I'm like, it, I, and it, I know it's silly to be superstitious, but it, no, I mean, it works. It works. So <laughs> it works. I'm, I mean, I'm, I do the ears and the nose yep. too. So what's the tater about? One day, uh, my tour managers went taters and like was going around like super, you know, very energetic and, and nice and cool vibes on a fist bump. And we all just started saying it back. And now we just, now we did it. Now we can't not do it. And then bless her heart, my glam girl, um, which I, I don't want to just call glam people glam people. She's also functions as like a best friend and a right arm. Um, but her responsibility is she has to do all of the high fives plus ones that we've added along the years. Like we added one for Lainey Wilson the first time she opened for us. Um, a, a friend of ours hurt his arm one time, so that's another whole handshake of its own. She has to do all of them too. Oh, yeah, it's a lot to keep up Yeah, with. everybody in the band and crew and then the extra ones. So you mentioned like your glam girl being like a best friend of sorts, yeah. especially that's awesome to have out on the road. Um, what about women uh, that have come before you in country music, like a mentor woman in the business that has maybe given you some advice on on what this life is like? And I, I'm sure there are some people that are getting tired of me saying how great Miranda is, but we became friends and she's always been a really good resource for me and a really good gut checker. Um, but before Miranda was my go-to sounding board, um, Terry Clark had mentioned, we were at like an CMA after party or something, and she said, if you ever need anything, even if it's three o'clock in the morning, call me and I'll answer my phone. And I was on radio tour at the time and I did have to call her at three o'clock in the morning and she did answer her phone. Mm. And she remains, I mean, if I just have to even complain or vent about something during the day, she remains the person that I text it to. That's awesome. Do you um, text or talk with any of your friends about awesome TV shows that are out right now or get any yes. advice from them? And um, they're actually, I don't really get to check my uh, Instagram inbox really because it just kind of is weird and overwhelming but there are a couple of fans that that's the only messages they've ever sent was like if you've not seen you know like Haunting of Hill House so I kind of go check that inbox yeah. to find out what shows I should be watching next I feel like that's what we do it's what, even on the Bobby Bone show we like throw stuff out there because we want to hear from people what are you watching because that's how we find out from friends like if we talk about something we watch it or what are you watching right now Right now, I just started because I found out that um, the makers of Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor had a new series out. It's called Midnight Mass on Netflix. So I just started that. But on Hulu, I've been, I've been watching actually the current season of American Horror Story. This sounds like I'm really dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also there's this really cool series with um, starring Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy called Nine Perfect Strangers. So good. And I love to be the person who guesses you know, like the writer is leading you in a direction. And they want you to think this, but I like to be the one that figures it out. It has done such a good job of me going, I don't know what's supposed to happen here. Yeah. So you're not done yet? No. Okay. Well, I don't want to ruin anything, okay. but yeah, I mean that show, I mean, Nicole Kidman, she's just. She's perfection. Amazing. Anyway. Yeah. I know. Like just, I don't even know. Keith Urban, luckiest guy ever. Cause she's amazing. Yeah. What a cool couple. Oh, I know. Yeah. If we had to name like coolest couples in Nashville. That's one of the coolest. Yeah, for sure. Ashley's got her guitar and she's going to perform her song One Night Standards. But before we get to that, Ashley, you were nominated for three CMAs. you got Female Vocalist of the Year, Single and Song of the Year for One Night Standards. So how does it feel to have three nominations this year? 
since no one can see my face right now, it's, it feels like this. <laughs> Just kind of high eyebrows and big cheesy smile. Um, it never gets old to be nominated. Um, and these categories are fantastic. And when I look at the pictures, you know, it's Miranda and Marin and Carly and me. Like, this used to be like Faith Hill and Sarah Evans. Like, it, this is the same categories that that had the women in it that made me want to sing country music. Yeah. And now I'm in the category and it's so cool. And I love that. And that's why women of I Heart Country, that's what it's all about here. We play like a lot of the throwbacks. We pay, we play um, the current hits you're hearing on the radio. We, we play new artists that you haven't probably heard of yet. And I love that it's just this mixture of, of women. And that's what, when you watch these award shows, you're they bring a lot of that back or yeah. you're, you're inspired. Like you're here right now because someone inspired I'm you. here because Lori Morgan made great records. Yes. I'm here because of course Reba always made great records. I was the biggest Pam Tillis fan that you would have, you wouldn't have found anybody else that yeah. was, that knew more Pam Tillis songs than me growing up. And that it mattered. It's, it's part of the reason I'm sitting here holding a guitar. Yeah. That's why we love to celebrate all the women on this show. And let's say, you know, you you have to prepare for winning. Are you the type that's going to have a, a speech already written or are you just going to wing it? I like to do things off the cuff. I'm a big fan of improv and just saying whatever it is that's crossing your mind. We can thank Dolly Parton for that influence in my life. When she performs live, she just kind of says whatever. Um, the one thing that my publicist did ask me was, please try to stop using any profane words. <laughs> because yeah. one of one of them inevitably sneaks into whatever I'm saying when it's off the cuff. So that's about as far out as the thinking goes, because I don't want to jinx anything. Again, superstitious. Um, but I just need to be like, no bad words, no bad words. Just like, yes, keep that mantra in your head. Yes. Now for one night standards, what what came first, the title or the lyrics? Um, Definitely the lyrics, because we wrote it, it. Nicolette and I started it before we ever took it to Shane. And it was called Airport Hotel. One Night Sanders was nowhere on the map. Um, but we couldn't figure out how to get it to hit right. Because, you know, you hear, you've got this idea, and you're like, okay, cool, and we're going to compare love to being in an airport hotel. Like, um, in this case, is it convenient? Sure. Is it what you want? No. But it's all right, right? And so we even had a line that was like, I think the chorus originally was, this ain't something you want to spend a lot of time in. I'm just crashing because I'm passing through. And then the next line was like... It ain't what you want it, but don't it kind of get you what you need for a moment. It ain't good, but it'll do, which was cool. But then we didn't have the next line to get us to airport hotel. So we took it to Shane and we he was like, there's nothing wrong with the song. Let's just play it a little while. Let's tell some stories. Let's figure out what we're really trying to say here. And I said, well, you know, there's a reason whether it's an airport hotel or not that hotel rooms have t two beds and one nightstand because they're one nightstanders. And he said, did you say standards? And I said, no, I said standards. And he said, no, you said standards. You said one night standards. And we all looked at each other and we were like, oh crap, we just fixed it. That's it. Yeah. So then we just went back and looked at the verses and we're like, cool. Now all we have to do is tell the truth. Like just be honest about, you know, some stuff that might make you uncomfortable for a minute. But again, it's, we're on the healing side of it, you know? So yeah. it's, we're not, I'm not suggesting you go have a one night stand, but I'm just saying if you have, it's fine. And if you're due, that's fine too. Yeah. And <laughs> at, you heard a little teaser there because Ashley's got her guitar and now she's going to play it. The real well, one. Yeah. Right? One Night Standards by Ashley McBride here on Women of I Heart Country.
ain't gonna stay for the weekend I ain't gonna jump off the deep end I ain't gonna ask where your ring is Thing is, we've all got secrets And you don't wanna hear about my last breakup I don't wanna worry about space you'll take up I don't even care if you're here when I wake up It's just a room key You ain't got a lot to me Can't you just use me Like I'm using you Bar closes There's no king bed covered in roses Just a room Without a view I don't want a number You ain't gonna answer Let's just stick to the one night standards The one night standards The one night standards y'all so good you know what i just remembered when we were writing that um there was a patty loveless song that that exists that made it even easier to write that song which was um we ain't done nothing wrong we've just been lonely too long and that was the influence for the line um you can leave all that down in the lobby Mm. there's nothing wrong with needing somebody yeah how cool women are so cool (laughs) (laughs) I'm Amy Brown, and I've been hanging out all show long with Ashley McBride. And Ashley, before you go, I want to I want to ask you about the accident yeah. in Montana. We yeah. were kind of talking about it, uh, you know, before the show started. And uh, yeah, just what led what led to that? What got you in the hospital? It was so um, Dana, who's my glam girl slash right arm. It was her birthday, and um, her housemate from down here. She's from Missoula, so we're like, meet us in Missoula. We'll do something for Dana's birthday. Let's go horseback riding. Um, really, really lovely family that owns a really awesome ranch that that saddled up all seven horses, and we had a great time. It was a really relaxed ride. There was no no one was jumping over things. No one was acting a fool. But we were about 15 minutes from their barn. So you know how the horses kind of get when they're, you know, we're going to go back home. And the one I was on got a little bit spooked. And my stirrup was just long enough that I lost my stirrup on the right side. So I've been riding horses my whole life. So I stood up on the left stirrup and then tried to reach down to grab her rein low enough that I could turn her jaw to the side, which would at least slow her down, if not make her stop. Um, but instead of that happening, I, I hit the ground and she was moving pretty quickly. Um, and I don't know how much of it I'm, I'm allowed to talk about, but, um, it knocked me out. Uh, I was out for a little while and one of the ranchers, the wife, um, of the, of the couple is a physician and provided mouth to mouth. Um, and of all the things you're not ever near in Montana, it, anything, you're not ever near anything. There was a hospital for miles away and the EMTs got there within 10 minutes. So, Oh, what a blessing. Right. And so we did have to postpone some shows. You know, I hate to do that. It's going to take a lot to postpone a show, but I couldn't walk, um, unassisted. So we had to wait until I could walk. I think our first time back was with, um, was with Luke and Eugene. So it's a 45 minute set and they put stools on the stage at different areas so that I could balance myself. Because when you have a grade three concussion, you're really dizzy. Um, a lot of the time, just turning your head too fast can do that. And my right leg just didn't want to take weight. And we're still working on that with the ortho. But um, it was just what a crazy accident of all the things for me to fall off of a horse. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not an experienced horse rider. So I would see that happening to maybe like me. But like you said, you've been riding horses your whole life. And it just was one of those 
just a crazy like, accident. Would I fall off of a fast-moving boat? Probably. Yeah. You know, like, you're not going to catch me water skiing or doing anything that goes very fast. And then, of all things, I'm just totally at home on this horse, and she got spooked. It was not her fault. And I know I put that in the post when we posted on socials. Um, it was, there was nothing that the horse did wrong. She was just doing what a horse does. And according to physics, I had to go over on the left side. <laughs> I mean, I I've, I personally haven't been to Montana yet, but it's on my bucket list because I watched Yellowstone. Oh gosh, yes. So such. A, do you watch it's, it? Oh, absolutely. And when anytime a new season comes out, I start all the way over at the beginning and then watch it through the new season. Oh, good I'm idea. A pretty big fan. Okay, yeah. yeah. Montana is beautiful. You will love it. Yeah. So I mean, now you have that that memory associated with it, but I, yeah. I doubt it'll keep you from getting on a horse again. Or no, being and John in probably texts me a few days later. Um, I don't have much memory. That was Wednesday, and I don't have much memory at all until the following Monday. Okay. Because um, I guess that's how concussions work. I don't know. I'm finding out. Um, but he, he texted me and said, I heard things got a little ranchy. Don't be afraid to get back on the horse. Hmm. And I was like, I will definitely be getting back on that horse. Sounds like a song. And Well, and my guys changed our walk-on music to Back in the Saddle by Aerosmith, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Me limping up onto the stage. It's really funny. But um, yeah, I don't, I'm not one to give advice out very often. But uh, if you are within earshot right now, please avoid getting a concussion. It is the most inconvenient injury. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, there's not much you can do to That's maybe right. prepare, prepare for that. But um, we're definitely glad that you're okay. And everyone listening right now, if you have a chance to go see Ashley on tour with Luke Combs, I mean, what an amazing Come show see us. That I may be. be limping across the stage, but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, and you can get tickets at ashleymcbride.com slash tour. And then follow her on Instagram. She's at Ashley McBride. And... I'm going to play it for everyone now. Let's let's play the Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride song that everyone is loving. It's called Never Wanted to Be That Girl on Women of iHeart Country. I never wanted to be that girl. I never wanted to hate myself. I thought this kind of lonely only happens to somebody else. Women of iHeart Country. 